Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, I'd Like Three Dollars Worth of God, Please. It's from John chapter 7. By the way, if you hear anything in the background, I'm at St. Louis Airport in their little chapel en route from North Carolina back to Southern California, so I can teach tomorrow. So sorry for any racket. Okay, here we go. The young minister was compelling. He was a great teacher of the word and an engaging speaker, funny, witty, and passionate about his message. I was sitting among several young people at the Sunday night service, listening intently to a message simply entitled, More. The text was Ephesians chapter 3, which includes Paul's prayer for the believers at Ephesus. Honestly, he had all of us leaning into the prayer just like Paul himself was praying over us that night. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, concluding with, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory. I was making some notes in the margins of my Bible and was suddenly knocked off my chair. He said something that hit me right between the eyes. The enemy of more is satisfaction. God cannot do immeasurably more in us, like Paul was saying God wants to do, if we are satisfied with ourselves spiritually. It was too crowded to get out of my chair and kneel down, or I would have. So I silently breathed, God, forgive me. I have been satisfied. I have settled for $3 worth of God when he wants to give me abundantly more, like a million dollars worth of him. Back to John chapter 7. On the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, the Jews drew water and poured it out before the Lord. It was no doubt that to this Jesus was alluding when not for the first time he offers himself as the solution to our thirst. On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, he should come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scriptures has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. He said this about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit, for the Spirit had not yet been received because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Friends, we're talking it was just a matter of days, um, a few months before indeed he would be glorified. But at this point, they're pre the giving of the Holy Spirit. So here's the question. Do you have streams of living water flowing out of you? Or are you running on empty? Or is your tank just pleasantly topped off? Hmm, consider what Jesus said once more. The one who believes in me will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. Jesus refers then to the work of the Holy Spirit who would come after him. Christian, you and I have the vantage point of Jesus teaching on the one hand, the impartation of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, God's gift to his children, and the source of the living water within the follower of Jesus Christ. 
Plus, we have Paul's teaching that equips and informs us about the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We have the entire written word of God to hold between our two hands and hundreds of years of teaching and of seeing the church grow and develop and expand worldwide. But still, the enemy of more is satisfaction. Here's the thing. You and I can fully believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, as he himself will say in John chapter 14, and even have surrendered our wills to him. You and I can have the Holy Spirit living within us to lead, guide, correct, woo, comfort, and convict. And because we have just kind of settled, we can miss out on the dynamic part of Christian living. Instead of the promised rivers of living water, we live with just drops of water. We miss out on the more that God wants for us. We miss out on the more that he has for us. After having been so impacted by this revelation, I realized that the streams of living water Jesus was talking about from the well of the Holy Spirit ought be filled to overflowing. The Holy Spirit always comes with power. It is how he strengthens us and works in us and through us. And that power ought produce passion. Are you passionate about the things of God? Or are you more passionate about your kids' athletic accomplishments? Are you passionate about wanting more of God? Or are you more passionate about your car, growing your company, or 401k, working out, or other things of this world? Take some time and evaluate. If you want to live a passionate, power-filled life in God, truly the greatest adventure ever, ask the Holy Spirit to come and do something new in you. God doesn't want us satisfied. He wants us passionate and wanting more. $3 worth? No way. Go for all he has for you.